Hello out there in podcast land, welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network, where your hosts have lots of opinions, but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, give, give your, uh... Oh no, it's done it again. Movie, usually a bad one. I think we started Careful too jokes. early tonight, no? Oh my. <laughs> Not the podcast. Oh. Oh. <laughs> You want me to say oh, it? Oh, yes. You want me to say it? <laughs> nope. Oh. Oh, do you have it? I can say it if you want me to say it. Do you know what? Nope. All right. Here, I'll... I'll, I'll, I'll... <laughs> All right. Uh, Why don't we just do a mashup of everybody? No, no, let me say how it goes. Here it goes. I, I can just Hello out there in podcast land. Hello. <clears throat> Hello out there in podcast land. This is your bad movie review show where we have Spoilers. zero credentials and something, 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 something. <laughs> Hello out there in podcast land. Well, back to spoilers. Well, uh, hello out there in podcast land. Hello out there in podcast land, and welcome to spoilers. Your bad movie review show. <laughs> I can't read that far. Sorry, <laughs> it's too that far away. Was my problem. It, it was all memorized until I looked down. And then like I lost my place. Insults. We watch insults. <laughs> hello out there in podcast land. Welcome to back to spoilers. Your Three. bad movie review show on Rat Pack Podcast Network, where your hosts have a lot of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one. Crack a few jokes and give you our insight on the film. I'm trying to read. I can switch from one side to another, okay? I know. Oh, Bravo. And we play a couple games at the end. Oh. I'm your host, Maestro. Oh, jumping in there. And huh? I'm joined by the co hosts, Adam. <laughs> and I'm Maestro. Oh, wait, it's no, Maestro. Cowboy. Oh. Uh, you messed it up already. One word. One you freaking word. You suck at this, dude. <laughs> this week, we're watching. <laughs> 2007. We're definitely Watchmen. starting over. We're definitely starting over again. <laughs> when those, like, Are you sure you don't okay. want to start this over? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. I had blue balls in my throat. I had a hairball in my throat. <laughs> they ribbed. For his pleasure. Hello out there in podcast land, and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network, where we just have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, give your insight into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Adam. I'm joined by the maestro. <laughs> oh. What? And uh, there's Cowboy over there. I- I'm Cowboy. I have credentials. I'm an Uber driver. Oh. For your food. Oh. Mm, so <laughs> he gives our food rides, but not us. No, I don't want you in my car. See, this week we're watching 2007's Watchmen. This was directed by George P. Cosmatos, which you might know from also directing films such as Cobra. I think oh. I, 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 I'm upset with this film already. Or Tombstone. No, it, oh. should, be, it should be watched by nary people. Non-binary people. No, binary? Bi- oh. Non-binary people. Non- Men, it's, just, it's non- negative Non-Manhattanites is what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is starring Malin Ackerman, who plays Lady uh, Lori Jupiter, and also Silk Spectre 2. Ooh, Lori Jupiter. Billy Crudup as Dr. Manhattan, and John Osterman. Matthew Goody as Adrian Veidt, or Osmandias. Okay. Yeah. He's the bad guy. He's the bad guy? Mm-hmm. Zate Industries. Oh, oh yeah, Vate Industries. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jackie Earl Hayes is Rorschach. Yes. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah. My boy, Jeffrey Morgan. He's he's a comedian. He's a comedian. My man, Morgan, is Freeman. Okay. No, this guy was great. He was Negan in Walking Dead. He was also in the show we did with Supernatural? No, we did a show with Hollywood. 
Oh no, with a bunch of guys. It also had uh, the other person Captain America in it. In it. Um, oh damn! And there was no opening sequence and a title, it, and then stuff happened. I mean, and then there was credits. Also, the girl uh, from Avengers. Are you saying Negan was a girl in Avengers? No, no. Okay, who cares? <sighs> Check out the ar- check out the archives for things that we did about these people. Patrick Wilson as uh, Night Owl, yes, which is also in the A Team. Yes, as the Agent Smith, I think his name was. Yes, yeah, yeah. he lost weight for that one. Which one? Uh, the he because he gained weight A-team? and muscle. No, in the A yeah. Team, he lost mu- weight. Okay, yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Yeah. In which yeah. one? Yeah. yeah. Also, Carla Gugino. Pass it up. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, here's the synopsis of the film in 1985. Where former superheroes exist, the murder of a colleague sends active vigilante Rorschach into his own sprawling investigation, uncovering something that could completely change the course of history as we know it. Have you seen this movie before? I have the DVD. I, I, I've seen parts of it many times before. I remember watching this movie as a younger child back when this came out in 2007. Last year? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I thought... Wow. This is fantastic. You consider yourself a child in 2007? Uh, yeah. And he considers yeah. himself a child now. Well, then, son. No, I don't. Mentally, at that time, I was childy. Then, son. Now, I'm more like 75 Then, years son, old. I have to say. Yep. You've got some issues. Yeah. Oh, so many issues. So, this movie came out in 2007. Yes. I think I saw it in 2008. Oh. Because it was, it was a big thing to me. How so? Because it was, it came across to me as a very dark superhero movie. Now, I, I have to tell you, I did watch the movie way back then, but it was not the version right. that we watched. We are watching the extended director's uh, super commentary cut, whatever you want to call it. Hour long. Yeah. Extra. An hour, hour longer. An hour longer than the original movie. This is true. Took me three days to finally finish it. <laughs> the movie's harsh, man. It's it, it is very long. There is a lot of information. A lot of it probably could be cut. Yeah. Well, I think that's the reason why it was. was. Right. Well, I guess that's accurate. Yeah. 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 Uh, my 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 issue was number seven. Binary. No, no issue number seven of the movie. Um. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, my, my issue was is a. I, it took me three days to watch it. Yes, yes. Because it was the cut we were watching was so long. Yes, I was lost. Yeah, it was sort of like the TV show Lost. Okay. Oh no, this this is much better. I but think. but better in the sense that towards the end of the movie, it kind of made sense. Okay. So, so basically, uh, to use uh, Hollywood's word, exposition. He Which, said that? When? You, no. There's a lot of exhibition. In the movie. Oh, Hollywood, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Hollywood, uh, you know, the guy that I hosts thought, the show before uh, I did, yeah, yeah, before yeah. I started fucking things up with hosting. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, you uh, can't read. Hollywood, you heard that? Mm. <clears throat> He's better. Who cares? Anyway, there's a lot of backstory that needs to be built for this movie to happen. There was a lot of comic books. Yes, going back. By the way, the reason we're doing Watchmen right now is because they are developing or actually releasing a Watchmen limited series. I believe believe it's on Prime. Prime? Not Stars? I'm not sure where it comes from. There's a new Watchmen. I should do the research. But there's (laughs) there's a new Watchmen series coming out in which it's extended. So it's, I think, more maybe more palatable. 
Is it the movie extended? <clears throat> no. Because this is based off a comic book. Yes. I'd rather watch John Wick then. Wait. Mm-hmm. John Wick's got a comic. John Wick is making a TV show. Fine. Yeah. What? Yeah. TV show? Yeah, it's called uh, The Continental. Is it with? Yes. Keanu Reeves? Yes. Oh, my God. But not the entire series, but he's reprising the role in the series. Ah, then I'm out. You sure about that? No, I'm not. I'm That's right. So, I'm so in. I thought so. <laughs> I don't care what it's called. I'm in. <laughs> it's right. called The Continental. Uh, fantastic. Okay, then I'm in some more. Okay. That's a good hotel. With, with, yeah. with your gold coins? Yeah. I got one. Yeah. Yeah. What? I'm not supposed to talk about it. Oh, my God. No, I'm serious. I have one. How many? I <laughs> <laughs> just one. All right. So The Watchmen. This is, uh, first time you've in a long time for both of you, I guess. Or for, or for you, at least. Yes. Cowboy. Thoughts. What, what did you think about the movie? You said you, were, you didn't know what the fuck was going on because mostly three days long watching that could do it to you. Okay. My, my, my problem that I had with the movie was part and partial to having to watch it in segments in three days. Mm. Okay. That when I'm watching the movie and trying to understand what's going on with all these different characters, and then all of a sudden it cuts to a comic book that a guy named Bernard is reading. Right. Which, by the way, was voiced by Gerard Butler. He was the main guy. I, I, I get that. Okay. Gerard Butler, cool. Yeah, no, he was but, in Olympus as... Uh, Angels, London has fallen. I, I I could not put together what the comic book the kid Bernard was reading had to do with the story. Oh, it came together nicely at the end. But I think by the time I got to the end, I was more engulfed in the Owl, John. Okay. You know, John? All, all the other characters. Winchester? John, no, no, uh, Dr. Manhattan. Dr. Manhattan, uh, yes. I was more involved in that John than Osterman. when the comic came in about the black sale. So, so the character Gerard no Butler played in the comic book ended up being Manhattan. Okay. What? That's the way I took it. Uh, Dr. Manhattan, he unwin- unwittingly... Willingly? Un- I think it's unwittingly because... He, I don't think it takes a wit. His, his wits. His wits are... He doesn't have wits. Because he's basically a fucking robot. Is he? Yeah. So Dr. Manhattan, he gets... Uh, he wasn't before the accident. Though. Right. No, he, he was, was, was Joe. He was a physicist. Uh, he gets spliced with well, a bunch of energy. Well, not he not becomes really time and space, basically, and a god. So he be- oh, he's blue. He becomes a TARDIS. Yes, he becomes... Oh, my God. He becomes a TARDIS. Yeah, naked. Yeah. A naked TARDIS. But he needed a symbol. Dick swinging around the entire time. So he put a Very symbol on his forehead. Yeah. Yes. Which is the beginnings of, uh, what's it called, a Brainiac? Uh, I think it was a hydrogen. No, no, it was, um, I think it was in the trivia. There's a lot of trivia about this movie. I had to limit it down to like only 14 entries. It had a nucleus and one atom. <laughs> it had a nucleus and it had... It's the only thing that made atom. sense to yeah. him. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, Dr. Manhattan was a physicist. He got basically vaporized and came back as a god. Where he can see the past and the future, he can create things out of nothing, moving things around, basically he manipulate can do anything, he wants. anything. Right. He's play, playing like the real embodiment of Minecraft. Okay. In creative mode. Yes. Okay. Not survival mode. Right. No. no. Mm. Survival mode. Creepers everywhere. By the way, question about this. Creepers. In this movie, Doctor Manhattan is the only one that has powers. Yes. And no clothes. Right. 
Uh, I don't know. There was a scene I saw where uh, he's got a sash. No, he doesn't. Or like a no, he doesn't. He's got underwear. In, in no, he doesn't. He in some scenes, in some scenes, yes. But there was an up there. There was a scene in this movie where um, what's uh, Al, the new Al? Yeah, and, and, yeah, and the Al, and, oh, and they have no clothes, and that oh, and you saw nipple. <laughs> yeah, it was a side yeah. boob or not? Yeah, no, 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 too. Yeah, Malin Lockerman. Yeah, when they were getting it they on. had no clothes. They, in the, there was no clothes in Archie bunker in Archie. Yes, Archie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, the spaceship, which yes. is uh, named after Arch- Archimedes. Yes, right. Uh, yeah, that was that was great. And then when I, she pressed the button, that threw off all the. Exp- that was the best part of the. Whole, <laughs> that scene was the best part of the whole movie. I'm sorry to say. <laughs> not sorry to say. You sure you're not you're not you're not saying that our, that um, Warshap's bit when the prison wasn't any better. Warshap to me was the highlight of this entire movie. You're you're not wrong. I love the but comedian. That scene was. Yeah, it was, it was. As soon as she hit that button and the Ooh, fire spurted out, like that was oh, great. Great. It was, it was very climactic. It was very, yeah. Uh, Literally fireworks. I loved Rorschach in this movie. Yes, of course. Oh, who didn't? Well, no. I, I is it Rorschach you loved or the character? Rorschach yeah, I mean the character or the person. All of the above. Or the, how about this? The the person in the in character or his uh, persona. Both. I, in and I, out. I, I, I think there's I, nothing about him I didn't like. I think the only thing I would change about Warshak is Ryan Reynolds should play it. Oh, <laughs> but, but I think his voice is isn't. Yeah, the voice, the voice. I think gave a lot to it. No, I get the it. grittiness. The uh, it was, it was because, like it was like be, a noir film yeah, because, because until him. a certain point in the movie, you don't see his face. Right. Well, you do, but you don't know it's him until yeah. later. Yeah. Right. Which was great. He, he he's a ginger guy. He looks very unassuming, and it turns out he's like. Out of all of the people, aside from Manhattan, probably the baddest ass. <laughs> I don't know. The chick was kind of bad. Dude, don't you remember that prison break? What he, what they all did? How many people yeah. they killed? A lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people. That was fantastic, by the way. The uh, the little guy. Yeah. With the with the saw. Yeah. There was, there was a scene where uh, there was a little guy. He was also in Seinfeld. Yeah. He was a uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Kramer's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. partner in crime for certain things. He's like the leader of the prison, mm-hmm. and everybody – Rorschach gets thrown in prison, and he's put with everybody else that he put away. And he, he – oh, my God. It was amazing. Him in prison was amazing. That was my favorite part of the entire movie. He's in prison. The guy's like, hey, you put me away. Hey, I got something for you. And then he pulls the uh, – he breaks the window for the lunch line, gets a deep fryer out, puts on the guy – you guys aren't. <laughs> was it? Say it. Say I'm, not, it. I'm not stuck in prison with you guys. You're stuck in here with me. <laughs> yep. 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 That I believe is a, a legitimate voice. I enjoy it much more than I enjoy Batman's voice when he's Batman. Batman. Yeah. Pray to me. Pray to me. Yeah. <laughs> Rambo thing. What do I want? What do I want? I, want what they want. Want. <laughs> I, I like it better. It's like, what do I want? What do I want, line? <laughs> <laughs> what do I want? <laughs> I already wrote this movie. It's fine. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> line. Rorschach was amazing. I, I love everything. Any, any scene Rorschach was in. I like his face. That was great, too. I like how he didn't call it a mask. Where's my face? Yes. So, okay. That kind of leads me to my, my question that I was, um, I was trying to ask before. Where are the powers in this movie? I don't know, but they're badass. Manhattan. Ass. Dr. Manhattan for, has it. For sure has powers. 
Everybody else. They're regular people, right? But but when they punch somebody, they fly across the room. So they got to have some sort of super Comedian. strength. When he's fighting, what we find out later to be Vite or Veet, the guy. Um, the yeah, the guy, the bad guy. Yeah, they're punching through walls. They're throwing through windows. There's got to be superhuman strength there. There's something there, yeah. right? Yeah, it has to be. You would think that would be the case, but it's never explained, at least in the movie. No, it was not explained. No. All they say is that the comedian was built like a linebacker. So, so and he was like 70. Yeah, well, yeah, at a certain point. No, no, 70 and built like a linebacker. Right. Which means in his prime, he was probably even stronger. He he beefed up a lot. But Jupiter's daughter, who is the Joker, uh, the comedian's daughter, daughter as well, yep. which so we find out later on. So it's actually two. Mm. She she's pretty powerful for her stature. So did she get those powers from her mom and dad? That's the question I have. Are there powers? There has to be some powers. There's no underlying power with all these other people other than Doctor Manhattan. Exactly. All these other people just have superhuman strength. Which is a power. <laughs> Which is a power. But then, uh, was it Zeit? Zeit? Yeah, Zeit. Uh, Zeit. Zeit. He's quick. He's lightning fast. Ozymandias. Ozymandias, that's it. Yeah. yeah. He, he's, he's very fast. That's his power. But is he actually fast or is it just faster than us or, average humans? Or does is his power that his mind makes everything stand still? That he can be... Quicker, oh, so like like the Flash. Not necessarily, because like if you have a, the mind move fast, if your body doesn't keep up with it, doesn't matter. So it has to be a physical premise that also. Okay. Is so the guy from uh, X Men First Class, the one that was running around the entire room, knocking hats off of people. Yeah, silver, silver, uh, yeah. quicksilver. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then he came and he saved everybody out of the mansion dun, dun, before it dun, exploded. Dun, dun, but that's a power, dun, dun, though. Dun. Yeah, yeah, of course. Why not? Okay, so I'm I'm just trying to figure out in this world. Do yeah. they have powers, or is it they're just all vigilantes that are just in, well trained? And Dan's just very smart; he can figure out anything and make anything. And yeah. So, supposedly, they only explain to themselves that they don't really have physical powers. They just, like you said, trained. And, and I guess like in, to wear masks. Yeah, and like to wear masks because they have a sense of moral justice, but don't want to put themselves out there and get like you know ostracized or uh, targeted okay but well, I, I do feel like the way this world in themselves the human body can go farther than most people can exceed in this lifetime at least in this world so okay in 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 this world yes these uh these powers supposed as measure yes you, you do some physical training some of kinds a little bit would you be able to train somebody to what? Or could anybody be trained to the point where they can, uh, like the comedian, punch through a wall and be okay with it? Well, it depends on the quantum wall. What kind of wall are we talking about here? Uh, well, it was a drywall, I guess. But they also they also said when the comedian died, he was it was like a double pane glass. Yeah, and he couldn't have jumped, so he yeah. had to get pushed through it. Yes, would that be possible in 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 our world yeah. for somebody to be pushed out a window in the way the comedian was pushed out? Double paned window glass being pushed into it, um, it depends on the velocity. Okay. Because honestly, and also how thick the glass is. Because if it's if it's like super like an inch thick, <laughs> no. There's a reason why this bulletproof glass exists. Right. Yeah. But you see these videos on Facebook of these martial artists, you know, breaking through 
brick after brick after brick, then going to two bricks, then going to three bricks, then going to four bricks, and right. five bricks, and doing all this stuff, and it's just, uh, you know, I don't, I don't get that as well. Is, is that a thing? Yeah. How, what, what is, what is, how do you, and what, and why, and how, it's called and where? In our, okay, okay, like if you were to put any of this movie into re- our world, right, it'd be based upon the thing called Wolf's Law. Wolf's Law states that small, minute, mini fractures on the bone structure over time will create uh, more dense bone as long as there's enough uh, material to build it. Eventually, if you do it enough, will cause your bone to be so riddled with uh, extra fibers that it's almost indestructible. So this is why people kick bamboo sticks. Yes, exactly. Same concept. That and nerve damage. Okay. So, the, but huh. also the, the thing that also kind of confused me about the movie was, as you were talking about earlier, Rorschach's face. Yes. His mask. Yes. But it was constantly changing. Yes. Is that... Is there some something symbolic about his face changing? Right. He's I was every trying man to and figure no that. I was trying to figure it out. But if you remember towards the end of the movie when uh, Dr. Manhattan kills him. Right. He leaves this war shock. Yes, he does. Uh, symbol on the ground yeah. of his splatter. Yeah. yeah. You know? So so that the whole face mask changing thing. Yes. Was that something that other people also saw? Or was that like a cinematic oh. thing? Was it like- something he controlled? Or just was it the mask changed on its own? Yeah, or did it not change at all? And we just see it that way because of how we view him as this uh, in crazy the prison. Person. When he got yeah. his face back, it was one symbol, and it wasn't changing until he put it on. Right then, it started moving again and changing. In the TV series, there's a lot of people wearing the mask, and it's not changing. It's just the, it's just the mask, and they're all different. So I, th- I think it's a, it's a deep kind of psychological thing. It messes, so it connects to the person's psyche. Like, like that's it what was I'm thinking. Many different personalities. Cause or yeah, he was he's, he was very sinister. But then at that, do you remember that one scene where Dan and him after he broke him out and um, Jupiter's daughter went with uh, John to Mars, and he's like, "Man, damn it, why?" Why do you have to be so insulting? You know, we try so hard to like you, but you're so insulting to us. You call us your friend, but you're insulting us, you know. And all of a sudden, he has to change your heart. He's like, you are my friend. Yeah. You know? Is it like the different personalities of Warshock that he's like... It's fantastic. It, it's it, Because you can't figure it out. This movie, as long as it, it was for us anyway, for the extended cut, there's a lot of things that get del- delved into that are more... Uh, they become introspective, but I think that the 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 extended version in which we watched it made it harder for me to understand. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, because like I, I remember back in the days watching the regular cut. Okay, and I felt like I understood more uh, because they didn't give you other things to look back into. But it's also that I. It was a long time ago that I watched the regular cut that I don't know if I remember if I I, I couldn't point out in the edit that we watched what was was different, different, what was not included in the original cut. So because the original cut wasn't that long, too, wasn't it? It was an hour shorter than the one. Yeah, it was two hours and 42 minutes instead of three hours and 42 minutes. Exactly. Yeah, we watched a very, very long version. It took me three days. Thanks for the heads up. Um, I, I, I tried to give you a heads up. I told you, this is a long movie. Which is why we're doing it today, not when we were supposed to. That's fine. <laughs> I, I I remember enjoying this movie when I first saw it. 
because I think it was just dark and it, it brought to light a lot of things that you like think about humanity in a way that's different than but, regular, I guess. I, I'm, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it. In no means am I not saying it, I, it's something I, else you I enjoyed didn't it over enjoy three days. it. But what I'm saying <laughs> is, is I think this is the type of movie that you would probably get more out of the more you watch it. Okay. You're going to find things probably every time you watch it that you missed the time before. Okay. But as far as enjoying it, I enjoyed it. There's a lot of levels in this movie. There's oh, a lot yeah. of things happening. There's a lot of characters. And in fact, the reason this this movie, I, the reason I shouldn't like this movie is the same reason I didn't like the Batman vs. Superman. Where we have, there's a lot of characters with a lot of backstories all coming together in one time to give a single story. Martha. Yeah. Well, oh, fucking Martha. God damn it, Martha. It's, it's the dumbest part of the entire movie. But in, in that movie, we had Bruce Wayne's story. We had Superman's story. We had Wonder Woman's story. And then we also had uh, Lex Luthor's story. There are too many things happening at Why? one time. Why? It was supposed to be and Batman then, versus Superman, And right? then it all came together in like a weird kind of like what the fuck kind of way. This movie was kind of that way because there, there were a lot of characters in this movie that were good characters. This was a DC movie, right? No. I think, I think Watchmen was is it? Marvel. Are, are you, you sure? Look at a no. Yeah, we, uh, no. Think about this. Because uh, historically, DC movies are more dark. This is true. This is very true. And Marvel movies are more bright, colorful, characteristic, comic, you know type movies right and dc's have been more dark and all right let's go to the internets what do you got my show watchman is the 2009 american superhero film directed by Zack snyder based upon the 1986 and 87 dc comics oh no which is dark it batman is. versus superman very dark right all the batmans have been very dark true it's interesting the, actually because the, the owl man is actually the personification of Batman's darker version of himself. Which okay. I, I've, I found it weird watching this movie, seeing Owlman going, eh, it looks a lot like Batman. Yep. Okay. Although, here, okay, here's a little uh, wrench in your cogs for your DC versus Marvel. Have you seen Shazam? Yes. That's DC. Yes. It lives in the same universe that Batman lives in. Yes. That's not dark. Different city. Well, it is dark. But it's mostly like, <laughs> it's lighthearted. Speaking of DC, the new Joker movie is coming out. Uh, yes. And With Mark Maron, Robert city Niro. in Colorado that showed The Dark Knight where they had the uh, 12 people that were killed in the movie theater uh, are not showing it. Shocking. They banned the movie. They're not showing the shocking. Joker. In fact, Joaquin Phoenix, who plays Joker. Yeah. Uh, was doing an interview, and they asked him a question pertaining to the violence of Joker and is it going to make people be... um, Weird and crazy? Yes. (laughs) He walked off the interview for an hour because he didn't know how to answer that question. No, he's been a nut for a very long time. Yeah, but I wouldn't say he's a nut like Jim Carrey or freaking... uh, 
I don't know what's his name, the Scientologist uh, Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. No, different kind of nut. Different, different kind, of nut. kind of nut. Yeah, but like a cashew. Here's the thing. I I, I, I think it, you're not wrong. Um, where you know Tom Cruise is probably a pistachio. Um, I like pistachios though. I, I I like pistachios too. The taste of them, but not the Ooh. fact of having to break open the shell. It is especially the, if it's closed and it's clasped all the way. It's the only thing in the world that I will work so hard for to enjoy the flavor. <laughs> Unless there's, so no, unless there's no unless there's no crack, in I don't the care. Seat. I will work for that pistachio. We get a hammer. The flip? No, I will. If just, I had a hammer, I will. A hammer in the morning. I'll give him a all hammer in the evening. <laughs> I will give all Adam all of that. <laughs> I'm glad you got that. I'm glad you got that. All right, cool. But no, seriously though, um, I, I well, the, the whole Joaquin Phoenix, he. I don't – the whole issue with the whole Colorado shooting and the Dark Knight had nothing to do with Batman and the Dark Knight contributing to this guy right. committing that. He went to what was the most popular movie at the time and knew there was going to be a full theater full of people to commit this crime. Bring it back to the movie we're watching. Uh, the, the, in, in this movie, there's a lot of people that are anti-superhero. They're anti-vigilante. Yeah. There were people rioting in the streets. <laughs> Absolutely. And they were... they were. There was a ban against masks. That's why they... Yes. So the, the, the people that were fighting, the, the people that maybe would have shot up a movie theater, are anti-vigilante. In the same way that maybe that douchebag in Colorado nah, was nah, being he weird. He was just a douchebag. Yeah, he was a douchebag. He was a crazy douchebag wanting to kill people. But we also have people like the comedian, equally douchebaggy. <laughs> Coming down, hey, break up the streets. Why? Bang. <laughs> right? So, oh, yeah. Bang. You're having my kid. You better watch your language. You know what? No, you're not going to watch your language. You shut the fuck up. You know what? Screw I you. love Boom. the comedian. Yeah. Every scene he was in, I was just like, ah, it's great. He was a, such a... In, he was well, a especially when he back. got killed. He's like, oh, this is funny. Right. It's all a joke. Yeah, it's all a joke. He, right before he was killed and after he got beat up, he's sitting there. He's like, oh, this is funny. It's weird because a comedian in this movie, uh, named the comedian, was a very, very, very dark character. Right? Very dark. Not a comedian. No, but th- there were. But I couldn't help but laugh at all the time he was in the scenes, which maybe makes me a weird bad was, person. Was, was did it make you laugh because he was a little over the top? <laughs> I, I think he understood, and this is what the movie kind of portrays as well. He got he, he caught on. To the "quote unquote" joke, and then it made him go so so dark. What what was the "quote unquote" joke? That it doesn't matter. We're all going to die anyway. The, the, this guy, uh, the was it Veet? Yeah, Veet was going to kill us all. He he well, learned the Joker, about it. The Joker learned about it. Yeah, yeah, right. So he found out about it, and he was just like, "Ah, oh, it's great." He. Because you said it's all a joke, it's all a joke, and at the very end of the movie, when Veet was describing the thing, he described it as the greatest practical joke of all time. Yes, I'm going to kill millions to save billions. To save billions. And Doctor Manhattan agreed with him after it was all over and done with. That was weird. Yeah, that was very weird to me. The fact that at the end of the movie, and also I liked that at the end of it, the whole sinister plot was being revealed. It's like, we're going to stop you from doing this or from doing that. Yeah. That, <laughs> that already happened. <laughs> that, that already started 35 minutes ago. Yes. Do you think I would tell you my whole plot if 
there was any chance of you stopping it? That was great. Yeah. I, I loved it. This movie ends in a very, very dark way. Yeah. Not 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 the way you would think a superhero movie would end. Exactly. And, and he was he was basically basically got to the point where Doctor Manhattan realized that him and Voight Zoit what yeah Veet Veet yeah were, were going for the same thing, but going for it in different ways. Right. And Doctor Manhattan realized when he came back from Mars. That it wasn't a nuclear bomb, it was him. In a sense, yes. So, okay. So we're jumping ahead a lot, but at the end of the movie, uh, basically, Dr. Manhattan is helping Veet harness his power in what we believe is going to be the way to eliminate fossil fuels. That We're not going to need any other kind of energy except for Dr. Manhattan's version of energy. So we can get rid of gas, oil, all these things to help humanity get above where we are now. It turns out Viet was being a douchebag the entire time and used Manhattan's power to destroy a lot of key cities across the universe, or across, across the world, and blame Manhattan for it so that it unifies everybody. Because at this time, this is, this is the, during the presidency of Nixon. Nixon's third term, by the way. By the way, the, 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 the Nixon portrayal in the movie sucked. Did it, did it? I thought it was all right. I mean, you, if you look at the makeup, it sucked so bad that you the guy's, the guy's no. upper lip never moved. Yes. It was very evident that it was makeup. That irritated me. <laughs> Every time Nixon spoke, his upper lip didn't move. It was just his lower jaw, lower lip, everything. Everything looked just so horrible. To me. Okay. I, I think I was already too engrossed with the whole plot line of watching it. Over I mean, it a, didn't stop me from watching the movie. Let's see, not. here's the problem. I watched it over, in one sitting. Not over three days. <laughs> so, so the continuity of it all maybe made more sense to me. Or maybe I grasped it more. Or I forgave more. Or maybe I just liked the movie the first time I watched it. So now I'm just kind of carrying that over into liking it now. But I also like dark movies. I like movies that don't have a happy ending. I don't. I don't oh, dis- I thought you were looking for dark movies that don't have much color. No, I don't. That's, that's Sin City. I don't. I don't dislike and Orange Is the New Black. Um, I don't dislike um, a lot of color dark movie. movies. A lot I mean, of crazy dark, eyes dark movies is cool. One of, one of my favorite movies is Sweeney Todd. Ooh, oh, musicals right. are you nice know? too. I like that. So I mean, I, I don't dislike dark movies, and I don't dislike the way this ended. It's just. Leading up to the end, the whole story, and like I said, it was probably because I had to watch it in three different days. Okay, that when I got back into it, every time it was like, okay, what happened before? I had to remember. Right, that's probably my issue. I'm pretty sure if I was able to sit down for three hours and forty two minutes <laughs> and, and watch the whole thing from beginning to end intently without interruption, I might get more. There were a lot of things that I think maybe could have been passed on, but I also enjoyed that they weren't passed on. I don't like long movies, generally speaking. Uh, that's not true. Okay, the first the first section of the movie that had the comic reel in it. Right. It wasn't Bernard reading that comic with the sailors. It was a comic reel, right? And then it cut back to Bernard yeah, reading that. Then, then, then it, you, yeah. 
I'm like, oh my god, is this Tank Girl? Did they did they forget to to? I honestly got the same exact thought. Did they forget to put plot right. points <laughs> in this movie, and now we're replacing it with a comic? And I was watching with Annie, and she was watching, and she was like. I hope these comic things pay off at the end because what is happening with this comic story? I honestly thought all the comic real part was probably the hour that was edited out of the movie. I, I feel like it might have been. I don't remember that being the first movie. No. Do you, Maestro, you. Nope. You, no? Okay. Did you. Okay, let's talk about the comic book part first. No. Uh, Maestro, <laughs> what did you think about the comic book part? No? Good question. Answered. <laughs> I, I felt, honestly, the comic book part was probably the part that was taken out of the original release of the movie. It's very possible. Because you can take all that comic book part out, and the movie makes more sense to me. I don't know about that. I, th- I think it adds or layers. Or it doesn't lose any sense. It doesn't... It doesn't like an lo- onion? It doesn't lose much, or but I think it, it gains more. Because at the end, like, like I was... Uh, Earlier in the movie, I said, early in the podcast, whatever we're doing, nah. Manhattan ended up becoming Gerard Butler in, in the comic things, where he was trying to prevent a certain thing from happening, and it turned out he was the danger. He's the one who knocks. He was Heisenberg. <laughs> but you still get that at the end of the movie without the comic book stuff. But it, uh, so yeah. you don't lose anything. Okay. Yeah. Right. You're right. You you don't lose anything, but I feel like you you gain something from it. What? Watching a comic book unfold in front of you? Which you're watching the movie listening that's going to unfold? Listening to Gerard from? Butler's ah. awesome. Oh. So it was the Gerard Butler. It, it might be. So maybe they should have just had Gerard Butler play Dr. Manhattan. No. Would you imagine having Gerard Butler, a Scottish accent from Dr. Manhattan, speak those words? Why are you looking at me? I had nothing to do with Gerard Butler, dude. This is all him oh. about Gerard Butler. Do you, can uh, you imagine Gerard Butler with a Scottish accent speaking for Dr. Manhattan? Why are you looking at me? I don't... I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think if, if we were to cut Gerard Butler out of this movie, I think he should replace Rorschach. What? No. The voice. What? No. I like Rorschach's voice. I'm sorry. No, Rorschach's voice is great. But Gerard Butler can add a Because Rorschach, we don't know we don't know him at all. That's the best he, part. He's been, he's been in movie and TVs. I looked it up. He's been like from the 60s. He's been in shows as, yeah. a, as a child. I know. What I'm saying is if you put Gerard Butler, basically uh, the, the father from DreamWorks' uh, how, to, how to Train Your Dragon, that's all <laughs> I'll see. See, for me, it's found in the opera. He's the fan of the opera. What's wrong with How to Train Your Dragon? Exactly. Nothing. He's toothless. Exactly. <laughs> but you have Gerard Butler's actor play a completely very dark... I can't see both at the same time. It'll hurt. It'll hurt my head. He's dark, man. He's Geostorm. He, he's <laughs> fan of the opera. I keep saying he's a fan of the opera. He was the phantom of the of opera. The opera. Have you seen Geostorm? No, I refuse. That's right. We did watch uh, London Has Fallen, where he was a badass guy. Quippy. In the same way, Ju- Rorschach, you remember that joke that he told in the middle of the movie? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Honestly, to tell you the truth, if you're looking at London Has Fallen, and then you watch the movie that Magic Mike was in, you'd say that, you know what? Magic Mike? Yeah, what's his name? 
uh, Matthew McConaughey? No. Oh, right, all right. No. No. Channing Tatum. Chan- oh, there Channing Tatum. Go. Yeah. He did a movie that was similar to London Has Fallen. Oh. A, His a, Pants Has lim- Fallen? The White House Down. That's it. Goddamn. Uh, exact same film. I was thinking after Magic Mike, he did like My Pants Have Fallen. Uh, <laughs> see, that's the thing about though. After seeing that. Um, okay. I just, speaking of pants. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> I want to see this. Uh, I want to actually pick up some space pants. Sticks? Space pants. You want to pick up sticks? Space what? pants. What does that mean? Oh. Yes. That was um, uh-huh. Tyrion. Yes. Tyrion Lannister. Yes. Uh, was it SNL? Yes. Yeah. I want space pants. <laughs> space pants! Yes, 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 yes. That was very funny. Also very unrelated. Uh, this is spoilers. I'm writing much tangent. If, uh, <laughs> if, 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 honestly, I'm probably not going to go back and watch the original cut of this movie. Yeah. You're, you're done? You don't like it? Well, uh, I, it's not that I didn't like it. It's like, it, but like if I found it on TV, I might watch it. Yeah, it's not something I'd actually look for. Really? Yeah, yeah it's not something that I'm going to pop in my Blu-ray player and yeah. watch. Because I didn't, I didn't okay. really love the characters. I mean, like, yeah, Warship was cool. Yeah, he was. Uh, Warship amazing. was probably the best part of the movie. Exactly, the best part, which wasn't the whole part. Exactly. So I wouldn't actually go and look for the film. I'd probably just like look for the comics. And they just read his parts. Like, I, w- I wouldn't mind a movie like Deadpool, but Warshack. Right? R- okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Where it's just Warshack. Oh, speaking of Deadpool, I was watching this one guy. I think he's a hacker or something like that, right? Ryan Reynolds? No, not Ryan oh. Reynolds. But he, there's, he uses... Ryan Reynolds' butt? Yes. Ryan Reynolds not in this film. Uh, so basically on YouTube, there's this guy that actually, like... like Calls out on like people like cheaters or people that does something really bad for some reason, and a couple of the YouTube episodes that he does, he talks like Deadpool from the video game. Oh, okay. And it's um, <laughs> I'll show it to you later. It's amazing. Right. Yeah, for everything I saw of Deadpool video game was was pretty great. Uh, I still think Ryan Reynolds is the best Deadpool of all time. Because even before I saw the Deadpool movie, as I was watching it. Once it came into fruition, it's like, oh yeah, reading the comics, his voice makes sense. But anyway, you you can't get anybody else to play Deadpool but Ryan Reynolds. No. All right, so okay, so I, I think besides Rorschach, comedian to me was was the best part of the entire yeah. movie. Uh, the the whole Manhattan uh, John uh, love triangle type yes. of thing. It was it was well, well orchestrated the w- the way they man- manipulated Manhattan into doing the things that he did. Yes, that was also super. That clever. was intriguing. It was clever. It, it's just it, er, everything in this movie to me, I thought was well thought out, and I, I'm assuming this is all based off the comics, which I, I'm curious to read. Although, uh, like Golden Compass that we did recently. Uh. And George R. R. Martin saying, because of Golden Compass, he decided Game of Thrones should be a series. Not a movie. Not a movie. I think Watchmen should also be a series because there's a lot of information. There is so much information in this movie True. that you need to process and digest and understand to get the whole scope of it. So the fact that they're making a series now, I am very excited to watch that series. 
you know, speaking of Warship, there was this character in the DC comics called, I think, The Question. And he was pretty much the same as Warship, just less evil. Okay. That's all I got. <laughs> all right, then. Good input. <laughs> Moving on. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, so uh, we, we have uh, the whole thing where uh, Comedian was the father of Silk Spectre 2 and a lot of things happening. Uh, at any point in the movie, did you think, before it was revealed, who was going to be the bad guy? Who was going to be the orchestrator oh, yeah. of all this? Oh, yeah. The calm guy. Always the calm guy. The calm guy. Right? Okay. Yeah. And yeah. he had the same thought. Yes. It was uh, the, uh, the night owl. Wait, he was way too goody two shoes. What? No. No. no he was too naive. What, what, do you, what do you mean by, by the Conway then? Who, the the real bad guy in the film. Oh, you thought it was him the entire time? Yes. Oh, all right. That's not my question then. <laughs> so, you, so you nailed it. Well done. Did you, did you always assumed it was that guy? Oh, yeah. Really? Yes. Oh, okay. See, it's, it's a weird thing because I, I watched a movie a long time ago. And watching it this time, I, I had forgotten everything that happened. Probably because it was a long movie. But I, you thought Night Owl? No, Annie thought Night Owl, and then when she said that, I was like, "Oh shit, is it him?" I started, ah. I started, I started getting confused. Like, is he? The, was was he the bad guy? And then it came out like, "Oh, thank God, he's not." All right, so, uh, oh my God, I think I'm out of things. I think I'm out of things. I, uh, no, I've exacerbated yeah. all my things. Nothing else. Anything else you want to talk about the movie, Maestro? No. Um, no. Well, yeah. as you guys were talking, I pretty much put everything I wanted to put in there. Oh, yeah. All right. Very good. You, you got to listen to it to hear what I actually said. I was whispering over everything you said. That's going to be very confusing for the audience. Right? Oh, I heard it all. In a whisper. <laughs> all right. So that was our opinion of the movie. Let's go to the p- people that have credentials. What? The, the critics. When am I, I? I keep saying this. When am I getting my credentials? I feel like we're going to get them soon. I'm getting pretty damn good it's at this possible. game stuff. I mean, how many times are we going to actually have to do this? I mean, like, eventually they're going to have to apply for credentials. because this, this is, is like the hit. seventh season of spoilers. It is. So how long have you been reviewing movies? Seven years. Really? Oh, is that so? All right. Sorry, you got to be eight years to get your credentials. Fuck. That's fine. I'm, this I'm, is I'm our doing undergraduate. Uh, this there is, is internship. No, there is no undergraduate yeah. that lasts this long. All right. Uh, good reviews, bad reviews. What do you want to hear first? Cowboy. Good. Good reviews. Matthew Rosa from Salon.com. <laughs> Wait, Salon? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Is he doing hair? Nah. He got credentials and he has hair? People go to the movies. You said salon, not saloon, right? Salon. S-A-L-O-N dot com. Salon. Okay. So, all right. All right. When given a great story and told that this job is simply to adapt it, Snyder made more. Snyder more than rose to the challenge of the occasion. It's a very vague review. Right. Uh, John Crocker from Little White Lies. This sounds like it's even more so of a weird joke. <laughs> There's a saying that a masterpiece has already found its perfect medium. Snyder has done as good a job as anyone could have done. That a loaded compliment. That's a loaded compliment. But as a compliment goes, it's a huge one. Nice! Oh. Oh. These are a lot of vague, good reviews. Well, he's pretty. He's a white li- little white liar. So he is. Uh, Andrew O'Hare from Sol- oh what Salon.com again? Are you kidding me? 
How many salons do they go to? Right? So many salons. You're a white it's liar. It's big in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> I think Snyder and his, and his writers channel moments of humanity and humor that's always present in Moore's work. Uh, Moore, Moore what? Moore's one of the, uh, the writers. All right, bad reviews. There are none. Lies. Oh, you're right. Uh, Matthew Rosa from Salon.com. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Jesus Christ. I got wait, wait, wait. Same guy? <laughs> wait, wait. Is this the same guy or not? No, because it's the same organization. I got to vet these better. I'm sorry. Because if it's the same guy doing both, this sounds like there's like something going on here. Uh, once again, oh, shit. You're it right. Is a, it's, it's the, the same, same guy. guy. Aha, see? What? He does a good review and a bad review? Oh, I, I don't no. believe him. You're right. Dun, 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 dun. I copied and pasted the wrong thing. <laughs> Let's skip that review. Oh. Uh, Letter Me Legal from Film.com. Oh, my God. This is embarrassing. Salon.com, you say? If you haven't read the source material, I think you're going to dislike it even more than I did. So, yeah. It's sort of bad news around here. <laughs> <laughs> the next one's from Vidal Sassoon. Christopher Orr from, <laughs> from Salon.com. Oh, no. You dick. I'm really? Scared. No, this is from the News Republic. <laughs> he got you, dude. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> I was like, no. There are problems both with the tail. What? There, there are no problems tails. both with the tail, which is an awful lot more subversive 20 years ago than it is today. And the telling, which in contrast to Moore's radical experimentations, is disappointingly staid and straightforward. What the? There was a tail. What the actual? The the bad guy's cat that had the pharaoh horns and stuff like that had right? a tail. Oh, that's right. What was that about? I have no he idea. was a chimera. I thought it was a lynx. No, the idea behind it was he was mixing genes. Oh. All right. All right. All right. All right. Now it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes game. Yes. We love to play. No. For those of you <laughs> with the scoring system. <laughs> It's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst the critics and the audience. And 0 to 59 is? Rotten. And 60 84 is fresh. That's what I was going to say. 85 and up is certified fresh. What do you want to guess first, the critics or the audience? I did it last time. You go. Let's go with the audience. Audience. I hate you. Oh. (laughs) What do you think the audience rated this film? Okay. You want to go or you want me to go? I went first last time. Okay, as so long I'll, as somebody goes... Okay, I'll see you later. Oh, no, please stay. He's going to go first. Finish the game. Later. <laughs> oh. Okay, yeah. so... Uh, I'm going to go for 80. 80. Woo! For the audience. It's way higher than I was going to say. All, All right. right. Don't let my woo deter you. <laughs> no, I, I don't listen to you. Okay. Um, I don't listen to him either. So I, I'm just going to go... You're the, just like our entire audience. Huh? <laughs> they don't listen. What? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. Well played. All right. Checkmate. Uh, 69. Oh. I like that Audience number. rates it at 71%. Ooh. Cowboy gets it. Now, hey, we were close. Both of us. Yeah. I was waiting on your number. Like, 60. Please be closer. Please be closer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, tomato meter, thermometer, if you will. Right? Yes, the critics. What do the critics rate this movie? 76. 76. 
60. Audience. Oh, no. Not the audience. The critics rate this at 64%. I had to give him one. Oh, there you go. So close on the first one. Son of a bitch. (laughs) Paul Giamatti and Gary Oldman were not in this movie. What? We, We love those guys so much. They're like one of the best parts of the movies. What role would they have played in this movie to make it better? Ooh. I'll let you go first this time. You see, I jump in on this one. Ah, uh, Giamatti. I always go for Giamatti being. Oh, that's mm. tough. This is really tough. I'm thinking Night Owl. Really? I'm still, thinking. Wait, wait, wait. Giamatti, like, at any point? G- uh, the, the, always the rule for this game yeah, is. Yeah, 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 I know. Giamatti or Oldman will be age appropriate for whatever role they play. Mm-hmm. So we, we could say even like a, a baby if it was appropriate, but in this movie not. Yeah, I, I think I think Giamatti needs to be the um, midget dude. Midget? Oh, the <laughs> bad guy in the prison. In the prison. Oh, <laughs> I like it. I mm-hmm. like that a lot. That's funny. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so much better than my yeah. chance. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> see, no, I love it. See, I could see actually see him as Rorschach. Oh, see, I, I was more Gary Oldman for Warshack. Yeah, that's, no, that's what I'm saying. Oldman for... Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. I thought you were saying Paul Giamatti. No, no, no. Okay. I, I think Oldman uh, should have been in Manhattan. What? No, don't do that to him. Don't give that to him. No? The entire the entire Manhattan bit was just him being complacent the whole time. He Yeah, he did stuff, but his voice and everything. Come on, yeah, Oldman's got Oldman's so much got range. so much better range, yeah. You're right, you're right. That was a bad choice. So, I mean, if you were, if you were going to say Oldman and anybody, uh, Night Owl or Warshock. Okay. Or Comedian. No, mm. I can't take him out. He's the best. Yeah, John Winchester is amazing. I can't, I can't take right, him out. I, I love Gary Oldman, so yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. No, I, I need... Gary Oldman can be anybody in this movie. Uh, yeah, he... Okay, I except think, the hot chicks. All right, I, I agree with both your choices. Night Owl should have been Oldman. What? Night Owl, Oldman. What? Giamatti, no. Giamatti the midget guy. No, I didn't I say that. No, we didn't say that at all. I thought. I, originally, I said Warshak for Oldman. Yeah. And the midget dude. Gary. I like Warshak too, though. I know. They make him the bad guy. But you put that mask on Gary Oldman. And oh, it's yes. Great. Oldman is Vite. He's the okay, main, yeah. the, the fast guy. There you go. Perfect. Oldman is that guy. We agree to agree. All right. We're all on the same page somehow, even though we didn't say anything the same. And read the all. different books. That's fine. All right. Now it's time for trivia. Oh, I have so much trivia. All right. This is part of the movie where I make you guys, uh, give you guys information about other things that happen in the movie that you might not know about. All the U.S. flags in the film have 51 stars. Mm. That is because... In the film's alternate history, Vietnam became the 51st state of the Union. Because of Manhattan. Because we won the war. That's right. Jackie Earl Haley was the only one of the main characters who has already fami- who's already familiar with the film. Uh, that is Rorschach, by the way. Makes sense. Yeah. Already familiar with the film. He actively campaigned to be part of this movie. Nobody else even heard of Watchmen except for Rorschach. Oh. Sort of like Ryan Reynolds actively campaigned to be Deadpool for exactly. 11 years before he got them to make it. Right? All right. In the beginning, during the opening credits, we see the original Night Owl stop a thief. There, 
a Batman slash Fielderama's poster is hanging on the alley wall. We are now to presume the night owl stopped the killer from killing Batman's parents. This is a DC movie we talked about. Mm-hmm. So that in this world, Batman does not exist because of the night His owl. His parents did not die. Yeah. There was a JFK assassination happened in this movie. Yep. Turns out it was a comedian. Yep. Uh, let's see. It was, the bullet fired was from the front, especially in the fence behind the grassy knoll, blah, 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 blah. The puff of smoke said to have been seen was the comedian's cigar. <laughs> As he was smoking. Oh, yes. And also, uh, at Blake's funeral, the soundtrack plays The Sound of Silence by Simon Garfunkel. Yes. Oh. Which was reportedly inspired by the emotional events of the Kennedy murder. Oh. So that song apparently was based on Kennedy's murder. Hello. All right, final piece of trivia, which is a four-part, five-part series. <laughs> the introduction features many cultural references in history. Slightly altered. So we have the silhouette kisses of the, uh, of the uh, one of the girls kissing the girl at the beginning. Okay. That was supposed to be uh, a sailor kissing a girl. That, yeah. was, that was part of the history. That was a very historical event. Uh, that became like an artwork too, by the way. It, it absolutely did. Which then got later classified as a partial rape type of thing because she didn't want to be kissed. I didn't know that. Who cares? Uh, Sally Juber's retirement party creates the Last Supper painting by Da Vinci. That was obvious, right? Yeah. Yeah. You see everybody like, ha! That was fun. All right. The photo of the comedian shaking hands with President Nixon is based on the photograph of Richard Nixon and Elvis Presley. So the comedian replaced Presley in that, uh, in that image. Oh. The image of the peace protester placing a flower in the gun barrel mirrors the famous flower power photo taken by Bernie Boston in 1967. Yeah, but they didn't shoot, though, did they? The scene itself suggests the later events, the shooting of protesting students by the National Guard soldiers in Kent State University in Ohio in 1970. Kent. Yep. Kent State. There's a, there's a film the about that, by the way. Kent? There's a film documentary about that, by the way. Is that right? Yep. All right. Clark? I have it on VHS. <laughs> Clark? Clark. Kent? VHS? Clark. Yes. Don't tell Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, right. is, what does that stand for? Clark Kent? VHS. Oh. Uh, what were we talking about? A virtual hyperspeed. Oh, there we go. I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I uh, concur. <laughs> Osmandius. Outside Studio 54. Actor, ac- actors representing the village people can be seen right behind him. Also, David Bowie, as Iggy oh, Stardust, is to the left. Mick Jagger can also be seen in the shot. VHS, video home system. Video, all right. Mother. Good. All right, that's the end of my trivia. Just, uh, there was so many more things I wanted to talk about, but I, I, we didn't want to make it another three and a half long film movie. Right, I didn't yeah. want to make it three out of five minutes. Money makes the world go round. We're going to put this film in perspective with other films that were released this year so we get a feel financially how this film held up to its peers. The budget for this film, $130 million. What does DVD stand for? Digital video. Digital versatile disc. Oh. Uh, you didn't let me finish. I was going to say that. Exactly. No, you yeah, you're right. What does Blu-ray stand for? 
Um, exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> believe luscious. No, no, don't, don't okay, say that. <laughs> so the budget was $130 million. What do you think this movie gained worldwide in the box office? That means when it was in release. All right. You want Not me to go first? Sales. You want me to go first? Go for it. All right. One thirty uh three four one thirty was one thirty hundred and thirty million was the budget. Let's run with an even four hundred. Alright. What'd you say? Even four hundred. You're crazy. Yeah, I know I am. Wait, what? I, I said you're crazy. Oh okay, yeah. Yeah. And, that's it, right. and it costs hundred and thirty? Hundred and thirty. Four hundred and one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna go uh, 482. In the U.S., this gross 107.5 million dollars. In the foreign box office, though, it grossed 77.8 million dollars. So Worldwide like I said, gross 399. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. You should have 185.3 million dollars. This film debuted in first place on the weekend of March 6, 2007, with. $55.2 million. According to Box Office Mojo, I was is, way off. This is the 74th highest grossing film in the category Superhero. Comic book adaptations. That's what I said. Number one in that category is Spider Man. Spiderman? Is that both your guesses? No, Avengers? Wait, no, that year? Avengers. All time. All of time. all time? Avengers. Yeah. Oh, we're going to go with uh, Endgame. Avengers. And- Okay, sorry guys. Uh, number one is Dark Knight Avengers, Rises. Avengers Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You got it. You got it. That's you got come it. up before. So yeah. 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 all right. This was the thirty-first highest-grossing film of two thousand nine. Number one that year was two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. Was that other film? Bad Boys Two. No. Another forty-eight hours again. It's the Maestro's <laughs> favorite movie of all time. Lord of the Rings. Kung Fu Hustle. It's the Avatar. Motherfucker. <laughs> oh, wait. I don't remember watching Just regular Avatar. James Cameron. Oh, okay. Blue People. Not the last Airbender. All right. But, but, that but was they, ridiculous. They lost that year in the Academy Awards you know, to Hurt Locker. You know, mm. I think I've mentioned that before. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Was it like it might have been his wife? Maybe. Yeah, it must have been his wife, yeah. His wife. His wife. His wife. Beat. That was 2007's Watchmen, directed by George P. Cosmatos. Check out our website. Oh, you okay? Yeah. <laughs> Check out our website, redbackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Sorry, Mason got all choked up. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoiler Show. Check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpack.productions for any questions, opinions, or movie requests. Also, rate and review our show on iTunes. I don't need any more emails of penis enlargers, okay? Tell me more about the penis Stop smart subscribing here. to the my alternate website. Tell me more about the penis mightier. <laughs> the pen is mightier. Say whatever you want, Rebecca. The real question does it really work. Threeve. <laughs> Your mother look out. We're a big cow on iTunes. This is funny. That's funny. funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It's a big guy. It's funny. A, yeah. mm. <laughs> funny. He's got a new show on, on Netflix. <laughs> Norm MacDonald. Oh, yeah? It's fine. All right. Anyway, uh, yeah, you know our things. Find us online. Next week, we are entering Horror Fest. Oh, thank God. Oh, I've been waiting all year for this. 
Hollywood has given us some movies. Oh, tell me what they are. I'm not choosing these. You're not choosing these. Doesn't Hollywood give us a lot of movies? Hollywood helps a lot. No, no. Man, like the city. Oh. <laughs> Hollywood, the host of spoilers before I uh, oh, took I over. Know. Because, I know what because, you meant. Uh, he was being so responsible with his child. He's curating horror fests. We, by the way, we found Hollywood because he did a movie blog about horror movies. That's how we got him. We got him. We got him good. We got him. And then now he's got a kid. In. <laughs> now he's got a kid. And that kid's got him. Good for him. Rightfully so, by the way. I know it was meant to be a joke, but it was, our, our no, kids seriously. Have, our kids have grown up. Yeah. So. Yeah. Our kids are at the age where we can now neglect them. Hollywood's kids can't be neglected right now. No, because that would be bad. Right. That's we a, commend you. Yes. Very good. Anyway, so he has given us 2008's Midnight Meat Train. Which I know nothing about. I have no idea. I have never heard of this movie. Maestro. Mm, yes. You're in the weird, crazy movies that I hate uh, category. You mean like movies that you don't like? Right. Because I, everyone else does? No. Yep. No. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Midnight Meat Train. Have you heard of this movie before? Yes. Oh, you have? Yeah. Shocking. Why? Because you love movies that I don't like. What? Come on. Vinnie Jones is in it, man. Vinnie Jones is in the movie? Yes. I heard about this movie last week. I'm in. All right. I like Vinnie Jones. I'm down with Vinnie Jones. I'm also very <laughs> hesitant that the fact that Hollywood recommended it. Okay, think he of knows it. how I feel okay. about horror movies. Okay, okay, okay. Maestro knows it. I, okay. Yeah. Okay. Vinnie Jones is in it. All right. right? So is Rocket uh, Bradley Cooper. What? Yeah. This is not like... Your, is he voicing a... No, Cooper? he's an actual person. Okay. He's voicing the meat. But he did a great job, didn't he? Is a raccoon? Yeah. I didn't know it was him until right? later on. Right? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to need your eye. <laughs> and that guy's leg. Why? Because it's, it's funny. funny. <laughs> All right. 2008's Midnight Meat Train. That's coming up later. So he's the voice of the train? <laughs> so I funny. Know. I couldn't tell you. I just found out Vinnie Jones is in this. I'm very excited. I like Vinnie Jones. Okay. All right. Uh, Bullet to Tony, maybe? You know him as? Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, I know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. Why are you looking at me like I'm I stupid? Because you're looking at me like I'm stupid. I ain't stupid, stupid man. All right. All right, we're done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, I'm Adam. I'm Maestro. And I'm not the kid that farted it in his direction. <laughs> but I am cowboy. So you're not two years old? Oh. No. I'm three. Three. three.